0: hey guys and welcome back to the ffp my name is christian and i tell you what if you're anything like me you know what you've been doing all week you've been pulling out your phone and checking and obsessively rechecking and obsessively re rechecking or triple checking i don't know what the word is um but every single fantasy player on your lineup this week what are their matchups how are they playing are they healthy what have they done lately what are their other players like is the opposing defense healthy um what does the coaching schemes look like is the weather good that's just how I am at this point, because it's fantasy playoffs, and I tell you what, guys, it's time to get a little obsessive. If you're not obsessed with fantasy yet, it's time. Just full-on dive right in. No going back. Um, but for real, this video is here to help give you guys some information and to put you at rest so you're not constantly checking your phone. I've even done this with a few players this week where they're not even listed on the injury report, and I still check it because I'm just like, ugh. Um, again i'm probably a little psychotic um i don't feel bad about it though i am very unapologetic with my craziness um but that's what this video is for guys leave a comment to ask some questions um and again as always this is another opportunity to get some last minute advice or um ask a question if you have any one thing that i would say guys is i wanted to post on our instagram more lately it's something that i have kind of neglected in the past so while this video is uploading, I'm going to be posting our three must-start surefire locks for this week. Three guys that you absolutely need to be starting if they're in your lineup because I love them this week. So make sure to go check out our Instagram at, of course, Fantasy Football Profits. You guys know that, though. I'm not, not going to talk down. You guys are pretty smart. But that's it. Make sure to go check that out. Leave a like on this video if you appreciate it. And let's just get into it. All of the guys that you guys need to know about their injury information right now. All right, guys, so we got a few quarterbacks to talk about, but not too many. Here's what you need to know. On the first quarterback on the injury report this week is Tom Brady. He is currently struggling with and is marked as questionable due to an elbow and a toe issue, though neither one of them seem to be very major. Um, Just the fact that we haven't heard a whole lot about it and there's not a whole lot of news says it's sort of a formality. He was forced to be put on the questionable list for the injury report because he was limited in practice Thursday. Sounds bad, right? Limited in practice, he must not be healthy. Well, it's not a major concern. He actually started the week at full health and was a full participant in practice. But what happens is you've got an old quarterback who you trust. You know he can get the job done. You wanna rest him so he's absolutely healthy. So of course, they limit him in practice. But if you do that, you have to put the guy on the injury report. Uh, You gotta do something like that. And so Tom Brady marked this week as questionable, I, it's not a concern for me. He is going to play. That being said, as far as fantasy value goes, he's not a, probably going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. He's been on a bit of a drought lately, but he is definitely still startable, and I don't think the injury is going to, or the minor injuries, whatever you want to call it, is going to impact his play at all this week. Uh, another quarterback to talk about is Daniel Jones. He is kind of very doubtful. I would consider him out. Uh, I think there's absolutely no way that he plays. Now, Coach Pat Sherman confirmed that it is, and I quote, very unlikely that he is going to play. He is struggling with that ankle injury right now. Uh, we don't know a whole lot about it. We do know that, again, fairly darn certain he won't be playing this week, and his replacement will be Eli Manning. Sounds like it was a, a sprain to his right ankle that's going to keep him out, and um, that's really about it. It hasn't been practicing, and it's not looking too great, of course. Why I bring this up and talk about it more than just saying he's out is that it definitely comes to me as a bit of a hit for all the other players on that team. fact of the matter is Daniel Jones is not this elite great quarterback yet, but he's been playing better than Eli Manning. Now, maybe arrested Eli Manning, who teams haven't seen play in a few weeks. Like, yeah, maybe that helps, but come on. Um, Manning is not as mobile, and he's definitely been around long enough that people really know what you're getting with Manning. There are some injuries to other players on the team as well, but not going to get into all those other players right now. Finally, Matthew Stafford, he is also marked as questionable. Um, It's a real toss-up at this point. Um, Health-wise, it seems like he's ready to play. He's also a very competitive guy, and I know he wants to come back as soon as possible. Season-wise, they don't have a shot at making playoffs, and there's really no benefit to playing him. In fact, it it could hurt you. You could, in fact, win a game, still you're not making playoffs, and you could lose, uh, get bumped down in the draft picks. But head coach Matt Patricia did come out and say that he is currently week to week um, and that they're going to keep the door open, quote unquote, because he's such a competitive guy. That's literally what they said in respect for Matthew Stafford's competitiveness. They want to keep that door open. Um, But I don't think he'll be playing this week. If he does, it is a minor boost. I I do think you should start him if he plays as probably a quarterback 10 or deeper. So, So like a low end play in regular size leagues, or a fair play in deep or two quarterback leagues. now as far as the other players go the running backs the wide receivers the tight ends the whole shebang everybody else there how does this impact certainly if matthew stafford plays it adds value to that offense but i don't know how much value for starters david blau played fine last week he threw two touchdown passes and he didn't look horrible so that definitely helps and furthermore I think Matthew Stafford can offer some value, but a large portion of the the fantasy value for those guys like Jones and Galladay come in the fact that that defense is awful and they get sort of garbage time stats every game. And even if it's not garbage time, when their defense is as bad as theirs, you think garbage time starts in the fourth quarter. No, their garbage time is just pretty much the entire second half at this point. Um, But again, probably play Stafford if he plays. Who knows if he will? I tend to believe that he's starting to be pretty healthy and be fine. But if he's smart, if they're smart, and they want to rest him for next year, that's probably what they should do. But that's it. There's actually only three quarterbacks to talk about this week. So let's get into some of the other positions. Let's talk about the running backs now. All right, guys. As far as the running backs go, let's talk about him. The big man, the guy everybody's wondering about right now, got to be Dalvin Cook. I am too. I have Dalvin Cook on my fantasy roster in a league where Playing for a championship and he is making me really nervous. The good news is that he has actually been, in fact, removed from the injury report, struggling with that chest and shoulder injury. Here's what we know right now he was removed from the injury report, and head coach Mike Zimmer said that he is already close to 100%. That's great news. Should be 90, 95, 100% coming into this game, and that's awesome. I don't think that there's any reason to dislike him this week. You absolutely have to start Dalvin Cook, especially against the Lions. They do give up the third most fantasy points to opposing running backs. But this isn't a start-sit video. Let's get back to the injury information. So I think a lot of people are a little bit doubtful on that information. How can that be true if he did not return to that last game versus Seattle, if he missed that game, came out? Well, here's what happened versus the Denver Broncos. He took kind of a hard hit to the chest, shoulder area, and it really bothered him. He took a second hard hit in that game versus seattle and it really egg re-aggravated it and and bothered it some more not a lot of people um know this i guess i don't know if you ever remember this from playing high school football or whatever it may be any sport a re-aggravation can hurt just as bad as an injury but it can heal much quicker because you're not doing the same amount of damage you're just putting a lot of pressure and force on a sensitive area that you know has been bothered in the past so i fully believe that yeah he's probably going to be 90 90 plus percent in a great matchup the only concern for this game is that maybe the vikings get up big and they rest him a bit more and put Alexander Madison in there but even with that concern, are you going to sit down and cook this week? No, you're not. Let's move on now. Uh, Derek Henry, he is questionable with a hamstring injury. Now, they did rest him at Wednesday's practice, but this is a second straight week where they have arrested him on a Wednesday for that hamstring issue. I don't think this is anything major. I don't think that he's going to miss. He is currently marked as questionable, but that is part of fitting in line with the NFL's protocol and just sort of the system the NFL runs under where if you miss some practice, you miss some time, you at least go on the list teams have to do this to protect themselves just in case if they don't put him on the injury list and he does in fact miss the game they get in trouble for that i believe that's some of the stuff that was going on and that was happening with matthew stafford but Moving on now, we've got Josh Jacobs. He is also questionable with that shoulder injury. It is the same shoulder injury that he's been struggling with since getting it hurt in week seven. So it has been quite a while. I think it's been a slow recovery because he hasn't missed time. And so I'm not too worried about this. Um, He did remain sideline on practice at Thursday. It's absolutely 100% something to monitor. Um, We don't know a whole lot about it. But what I do know, and like I said, is that I think they gave him some rest i think they let him relax thing is he's been dealing with this since week seven and he hasn't really missed time because of it so it would be uncharacteristic for him to suddenly miss time of course unless there was a re-aggravation to that shoulder but it makes a lot of sense to me as to why it's been a slow recovery when you just continue to play and to play through that the raiders are very likely just having him sit out of practice because they've seen how effective he is, they trust him, and they want to give him that extra time to heal so that come game day, they can compete and they can play well at 100%. He is a just huge part of that running game. Uh, we got Le'Veon Bell. He is questionable um, with just marked as illness. We, we don't know any of the details, and this is the one thing that I absolutely hate. Um, when players get sick, we do not know what type of illness it is right now. We do know that the Jets head coach, Adam Gase, said he was currently unsure if Le'Veon Bell would be available for week 14. So it's probably not just a cough. It's probably something a little bit more than that. Of course, I think we already assume that, but here's what we know right now. We know nothing and that's the tough thing i mentioned about injuries um we don't know if he's got migraine issues we don't know if he's got just some food poisoning or a stomach flu or a head cold like we have no information because they don't exactly have to release illness information he could and this is where it gets very difficult he hasn't been practicing and so i would tend to lean towards he's not going to play but when it comes to an illness I think we've all done it where you feel like absolute garbage one day and you wake up the next day and you are 100% ready to go. And then there are other times where you feel sort of sick, but you think tomorrow I'm going to be fine. And it just lingers for like a week and a half and you feel like trash for a week and a half and you don't know why I won't go away. That's the tough thing. And so this is one of those situations where I'm going to use that cop out answer. Um, just check on Sunday morning, just check before the games, just monitor his health. There will certainly be a little bit more of information released after this video is posted. Uh, Jamal Williams is also no questionable. Uh, I'm gonna tend to believe that Jamal Williams is fine. Sounds like he's got a knee injury, uh, but he did practice on Friday, so that's good. He was a limited participant on Thursday, but again, bounced back and was a full participant and he did practice on Friday. So that should absolutely be a good sign for you guys. I think that he is going to play. He is coming into the week with, I believe, three straight weeks without a touchdown. That's not a major concern. Again, not going to get too much into the start set information. But if he is anything less than 100%, That makes me a little nervous, and I would suggest a lot of people to lean away from playing him. He's not unplayable. He can be played in the right situations, but considering his health with a knee, right? Knee is one of those positions that no matter, or one of those injuries at a position of the body that no matter what position you play, it can be very detrimental and slow you down. So if he is anything less than 100%, they're gonna lean on Aaron Jones more than they're gonna lean on Jamal Williams. Of course, they're already doing that, but they will do it to a further extent. James Conner is doubtful with that shoulder injury. In fact, he is, he's been actually ruled out for Week 14 versus the Cardinals. It's weird because his current injury report, um, when you go on, say, the ESPN or the Yahoo or the NFL Fantasy app, you, you'll see doubtful in a lot of them. Um, but really what we know right now from everything that we have heard is that he's going to be out. And I fully believe that. I 100% believe that. James Conner will be out. Do not play him this week. Finally, the last running back to talk about is Jordan Howard. He is questionable right now with that shoulder injury, and he's actually not yet, as far as my research has shown, as far as Thursday, December 5th goes, hasn't been cleared for contact. Now, I'm filming this video on a Friday. I did not see if he was at practice today, um, but maybe um he was limited on thursdays hasn't been cleared for contact and here's the thing typically it takes a couple of practices of contact practices for a guy to come back and be in full swing they're going to lean on miles sanders if jordan howard does play it's going to be in very limited amount of touches and very limited amount of time avoid him this week that injury is at least going to slow him down significantly if not keep him out of this game that's it for the running backs though let's move on to the wide receivers All right, as far as the wide receivers go, first guy to talk about is Adam Thielen. He has not been practicing this week. There is no reason to expect him to play. He is pretty much, I'm pretty certain he's not going to play at this point. I believe it'll be a fourth straight game for him. Certainly a little bit concerning. For the vikings another tough week without him that sucks but maybe he'll come back maybe he'll be a hundred percent and he'll play great that is one thing that he said he said i'm not returning i him a hundred percent because he came back too early and re-aggravated it and for a hamstring issue that's not something that you want to do they are sort of very sensitive and prone to setbacks uh wide receiver julio jones struggling with that shoulder seems like everyone's struggling with a shoulder issue right now uh but anyways what we know right now is that he will play in week 14. He will play this week. That is an update. There's not a whole lot going on right there. There right now, it looks like he's even been removed from the injury report. Um, for the most part, at least, there isn't a whole lot to talk about, but good news, he's going to be playing this week. Calvin Ridley, he is marked as questionable, struggling with that toe. He was a limited participant in Wednesday's practice, um, but other than that, everything seems to be fine. I'm projecting, I'm thinking that he's going to play this week. Um, as always, check into it, be smart, but I think he's going to play I don't have any major concerns about it. And honestly, I don't have anything else to say about it. It's kind of a boring situation. There are some wide receivers, and we're going to talk more at the end of the wide receivers about a few guys who are marked as questionable, but it's a bit of a formality. The tough thing about the wide receiver position is a lot of wide receivers go on the questionable marker. But they're not really questionable, and we're like 95% sure they're going to play. But anyways, we'll get back to some more of those guys later on. Juju Smith-Schuster, he is out this week uh, with his knee injury. He will not be playing in Week 14 versus the Cardinals. That we know for sure. Marquez Brown for the Ravens. He is questionable with his ankle. He is currently marked as questionable, as I, as I just mentioned. He's one of those guys. I expect him to be playing. Everything seems to be fine. However, I'm going to tell you guys, look out for some updates as far as his health goes i'm expecting he's going to play but i want to know at what percent do the coaches come out and tell us he's 80 percent he's 90 Where where is he at because in a game versus a tough bills defense that is a concern with a bit of the injury issues facing a guy like Davis white and a all-around solid defense for the bills i'm going to lean towards uh, avoiding him this week even if he does happen to play Uh, Will Fuller is questionable. He's struggling with that hamstring issue and was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. It is the same injury, uh, the same problem, the same hamstring that kept him out from weeks 8 to 11. so that is definitely something to be a little bit alarmed about and something to know. They are absolutely one of those teams you know, in playoff contention where they're going to be playing him if they can. They absolutely need him as is pretty much a, a pretty clear part of that offense that is very important. But he did um, actually play pretty well through that injury. It was just a couple... I don't know, week or so ago, whatever, against the Colts where he had uh, eight catches off thir- 13 targets and 148 yards. So he doesn't necessarily need to be 100, but I, you know, I'd like to see him play at 90-95 at least. Um, could be worth a start. As far as the other wide receivers go to cover, we've got guys like Julian Edelman, DJ Chark, and Jarvis Landry all currently, currently put on the questionable marker for the injury report. Um, but the weird thing about it is that I don't like I kinda like Julian Edelman. He is on the questionable marker for the injury report every single week and he still plays. And then you look into it and there's no information on him. They'll say he's been practicing, he was limited one day, but he was full the next day. Like all three of these guys, Landry and Edelman and Shark, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna play this week. I am not concerned about it. Be smart. Check it. Yeah. Awesome, do that, That's be thorough. Um, But I, I don't have any major concerns about it, so I wouldn't necessarily be panicking at this point. Again, I don't have any more wide receivers to talk about at this point. If I did miss a guy, you can leave some information or ask about it in the comment section below. But there are a plethora of wide receivers every single week, especially this week, who go on the injury report, but really shouldn't be on the injury report. Wide receivers are on the injury report far more than any other position. And oftentimes it will be for very minor things that see them uh, limited in practice, but really they're fine. Let's move on though. Let's cover our last position, Um, quick update guys, and let's talk about the tight ends. So let's get into it. Let's finally get into the tight ends. The last few guys, for starters, Austin Hooper, good for him. He is struggling, or has been struggling, I should say, to recover from that MCL injury, but it seems like he's going to be fine this week, and he's going to be playing. In fact, he's not even on the injury report, so he will be playing this week, week 14, versus the Panthers. That is a very good matchup, and Hooper is a must start. He has been phenomenal this year. Uh, Greg Olson is out. He is a concussion, has not passed the NFL's concussion protocol, at least as of right now. But again, he is officially listed as out, so I would not be expecting him to play this week, that's for sure. Evan Ingram is questionable. He still uh, was a remained sideline, remained limited at Friday's practice with that foot injury. Things have been trending in the right direction, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him play. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see him not play as he recovers from that uh, sprained ankle. But here's what, we, or what I want to kind of preface for a lot of people is to remember that Daniel Jones is going to be out and Eli Manning is going to be in. So you have Eli Manning at quarterback. You're banged up, and even if you play, it's not at 100%. For Quite honestly, there's a lot of other tight ends that I would be looking at this week to play over Evan Ingram because I don't have a whole lot of faith in him. Luckily, in the league that I'm in, my backup tight end is Jack Doyle. So I'm sitting pretty right now, and quite honestly, I'm home kind of excited because I want to play Jack Doyle anyways. But I would definitely kind of be nervous about Evan Ingram this week. I'm not saying don't play him. But i'm saying definitely look towards some other options even if he does play. there's a lot of reasons to not be excited and again he is questionable so maybe he doesn't even play in the first place and that solves your conundrum and you have to play someone else Uh, george kittle george kittle is not on the injury report uh, but we know he's been struggling with a knee and an ankle injury Um, he was limited in practice on thursday but the fact that he is practicing at all it is really a good sign I would play him this week. He is absolutely worth the start. Um, he's George Kittle. He's been phenomenal. There is always those minor concerns as I mentioned with like Evan Ingram. Is he playing at 100%? Who knows. Probably not quite, but he's been playing on that for the last few weeks and it was just a few weeks ago he played on that bum ankle and was phenomenal. So, no major concerns for me. Finally, the last thing I want to mention is Eric Ebron is on the IR. So don't play eric ebron no that's that's not what i'm saying the, the really the um where you What that matters for, excuse me, is that Jack Doyle, this to me, becomes a pretty much just a must-play. He's got a fantastic matchup. He played phenomenal last game without Eric Ebron, and he's got another game without Eric Ebron. Um, and that offense loves to throw their tight ends, and now you have just one tight end soaking up targets. So Jack Doyle is a guy that should absolutely be played this week. I'm going to be playing him this week. And dare I say that he is a lock this week as one of those must-start players. But, guys, that's it for the video. That's my wrap-up on all the injury information that you guys need to know. If I missed anything, leave a comment and put some information down there or ask a question or whatever. And as always, guys, you have a great day, and God bless.